Even cancer cells watch their cholesterol. A review by Roman Riscal, Nicholas Corley, Celeste Simon. From University of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, USA. Molecular Cell, 2019. Deregulated cell proliferation is an established feature of cancer and altered human metabolism that witnessed renewed interest over the past decade including the study of how cancer cells rewire metabolic pathways to renew energy resources and building blocks that sustain cell division. Microenvironmental oxygen, glucose and glutamine are regulated as principal nutrients, fueling tumor growth. However, hostile tumor microenvironments render O2 nutrient supplies chronically insufficient for increased proliferation rates, forcing cancer cells to develop strategies for opportunistic modes of nutrient acquisition. Recent work shows that cancer cells overcome this nutrient scarcity by scavenging other substrates, such as proteins and lipids, or utilizing adaptive metabolic pathways. As such, reprogramming lipid metabolism plays an important role in providing energy, macromolecules for membrane synthesis and lipid-mediated signaling during cancer progression. In this review, we highlight more recently appreciated rules for lipids, particularly cholesterol and its derivatives in cancer cell metabolism within intrinsically harsh tumor microenvironments. Nutrient scavenging and catabolism are indispensable for sustaining cellular growth by generation of energy and biomass. Because tumor microenvironments are exposed to metabolic challenges, cancer cells have increased demand for nutrients such as glucose, glutamine and other amino acids to support survival and macromolecules biosynthesis. Additional evidence suggests that lipid metabolism is also altered in rapidly proliferating cells to mediate energy and membrane production and homeostasis of multiple biological processes such as steroid hormone, vitamin, bile acid and eicosanoid generation. Mammalian cell requirements for lipids are supplied by both diet and endogenous synthetic pathways. As shown by our laboratory and others, most cancer cells exhibit altered lipid metabolism, where they become independent on exogenous lipids given that their growth requirements are not fully met by anabolic pathways. Therefore, a comprehensive understanding of how cancer cells assess their lipid resources to fulfill metabolic demands on high rates in proliferation could potentiate novel anti-tumor therapeutic strategies, triglycerides and cholesterol two form of lipids or fat necessary for cell viability, triglycerides harboring three chains of high energy fatty acids FAS, provide much of the energy required for tissue functionality and phospholipids needed for organelle and plasma membranes have been extensively reviewed elsewhere. However, while cholesterol-based metabolic reprogramming has received less attention 
it is increasingly recognized as an important aspect of tumor metabolism. Cholesterol availability is critical for maintaining ceramiosis, key cellular structures, and essential hormones, including estrogens, progesterone, vitamins, and steroids. In this review, we summarize the most recent findings on cholesterol and its derivatives in cancer and the implications for anti-tumor immunity in gut microbia. Obesity and cancer. The World Health Organization estimates that more than 1 billion adults are overweight and more or equal to 300 million are considered obese. Obesity is defined by BMI more or equal 30. In the United States, 16% of children aged between 2 and 19 years and circa 40% of the adult population are classified as obese, making this condition a serious public health threat. Clinical evidence demonstrates that obesity is associated with increased prevalence of certain malignancies, such as liver, gallbladder, colon, or kidney. According to the Lancet Public Health, evidence for more than 10 obesity-related cancers has been established in the United States between 1995 and 2014. Moreover, obesity fields, cancers, appeared early and are on the rise in young adults. Diet is a principal determinant of body composition and plays an important role in obesity. For example, those carrying excess abdominal fat have higher risk of both neoplastic and cardiovascular diseases. Obese individuals display elevated levels of circulating free fatty acids, FFAs, TGs, and glucose as well as insulin resistance, resulting in increased pancreatic insulin production. Global increases in high-fat diets such as the Western diet correspond to rapidly expanding obese and diabetic populations across the world. This lifestyle is considered an increasingly important contributor to malignancy, obesity, high BMI, metabolic syndrome, alcoholism, and hypercholesteremia represent risk factors for different cancers, whereas regular exercise appears to be protective. In addition to fatty acids, cholesterol is an important dietary component and present in dairy products, meats, eggs, cheese, and a large number of processed foods. Ultra-processed food and cholesterol intake has been correlated to increased changes of developing stomach, lung, kidney, breast, and colorectal tumors. Several mechanisms promoting deregulation of cholesterol and its metabolites have now been proposed to explain possible influences of cholesterol on carcinogenesis and disease progression. Altered lipid metabolism in cancer. Neoplasia is fundamentally a disorder of cell growth proliferation and motility necessitating a deep understanding and adaptive remodeling of key players in anabolism and bioenergetics. Although solid and liquid tumors are hugely diverse in type and etiology, malignant cells frequently share attributes of metabolic abnormalities 
They allow them to accumulate intermediates used for survival and division, even when stressed, in nutrients, and O2-limiting conditions. Energy metabolic reprogramming is recognized as an emerging hallmark of cancer. Most non-carcinous human cells use circulating lipids for the synthesis of structure compounds like FAs, sphingolipids, phospholipids, cholesterol, and isoprenoids. However, malignant cells exhibit enhanced de novo fatty acid synthesis as an important energy source by beta-oxidation or conversion to triglycerides for storage or phospholipids for membrane production. Our recent work also shows the lipid droplet triglycerides contribute to overall lipid homeostasis in kidney cancer cells, particularly under hypoxia. It is therefore unsurprising that lipid metabolism, in particular fatty acid synthesis and oxidation, has been recognized as another important metabolic aberration required for carcinogenesis and extensively reviewed. Cholesterol Metabolism Overview Cholesterol is an essential neutral lipid needed for membrane integrity and fluidity. As such, cholesterol can be imported from extracellular environments or synthesized de novo from acetyl coenzyme A. Via the activity of more than 20 enzymes catalyzing complex reactions in the mevolinate pathway and requires oxygen consumption. Therefore, aspects of the tumor microenvironment, particular hypoxia, impact cholesterol biosynthesis through hypoxia-inducible factor I HIF1-dependent mechanisms, and HIF1-independent mechanisms are likely to be important as well. Of note, in addition to cholesterol, the mevalonate pathway contributes to the synthesis of other sterols and isoprenoids which are essential for tumor growth. For instance, isopentenyl pyrophosphate, farnesyl pyrophosphate, and geranyl geranyl pyrophosphate is involved in the production of a variety of metabolites contributing to tumor formation, progression, and inflammation, such as dolichol, heme 2 isopentenyl tRNA, and ubiquitonone. Isoprenoids resulting from the mevalonate pathway are also critical for protein preannihilation, which confers RAS and RHO proteins their ontogenic properties. In addition to being an essential plasma membrane structure component, cholesterol also serves as a precursor for steroid hormone bile acids and specific vitamins such as vitamin D. Because of its importance and potential toxicity, cholesterol homeostasis is tightly controlled. Circulating cholesterol levels are balanced by intracellular synthesis, uptake and efflux of excess molecules from peripheral tissues. A master regulator of melovenate pathway gene expression Steroregulatory element binding protein 2 is key to maintaining cholesterol homeostasis and synthesized as an inactive precursor in the endoplasmic reticulum. 
Low endoplasmic reticulum cholesterol levels lead to SREBP2 translocation in the Golgi where it is cleaved into an active mature form, transits to the nucleus and binds steroregulatory elements SRE, activating genes involved in cholesterol uptake and synthesis. To reduce high ATP consumption by the novo cholesterol biosynthesis, cells express receptors that mediate processing and delivery of dietary blood, cholesterol, free cholesterol, and cholesterol esters, CEs, carried by lipoprotein particles. Because fats are insoluble in water, lipoproteins are indispensable for synthetic lipid circulation and classified in five major groups according to density and size. High-density lipoprotein HDL, low-density lipoprotein LDL, intermediate-density lipoprotein IDL, very low-density lipoprotein VLDL, and ultra-low-density lipoprotein ULDL. HDL and LDL appear to be related to cancer. LDL, low-density lipoprotein, also known as PET, cholesterol, whose accumulation correlates with increased risk of heart disease and stroke, acts as cholesterol carriers from the liver to other organs. Cholesterol and CE delivery occurs through a receptor-mediated mechanism implicating the LDL receptor. HDL, or good cholesterol, allows the body, particularly hepatocytes, to remove cholesterol excess. HDL formation and cholesterol removal from cells are key processes that prevent toxic intracellular cholesterol accumulation. Interestingly, LDL and HDL particles differ in their binding to cell surfaces. The principal receptor for HDL particles is scavenger receptor B1 which allows reciprocal loading and unloading of HDL particles through formation of plasma membrane channels. In addition to SREBP2 regulation, cholesterol levels are also influenced by other transcription factors. High cholesterol levels activate liver X receptors, LXRs, resulting in cholesterol synthesis inhibition activation of cholesterol efflux by increased expression of ATP-binding cassette ABC transporters and reduced uptake. LXRs exit as two forms that form heterodimers with retinoid X receptors and that are ligand activated. Several reviews truly highlight the role of LXRs as master regulators of cholesterol and FA homeostasis, primarily by modulating SREBP function. LXRs also have the ability to control inflammatory responses through alteration of membrane lipid composition. Cholesterol is not always beneficial, excess intracellular cholesterol is highly toxic and levels must be controlled to maintain availability. Cellular cholesterol overabundance reduces membrane fluidity, disrupts lipid raft signaling, and generates damaging oxidative molecules, like oxysterols. These events ultimately result in cell death 
and altered cholesterol balance contributes to atherosclerosis, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease and cancer. Cancers where de novo cholesterol biosynthesis matters. Several mechanisms promoting deregulation of cholesterol homeostasis stimulate cancer initiation and progression, therefore targeting cholesterol production and the melovenate pathway represents a promising therapeutic option. Multiple enzymes involved in this pathway are deregulated in cancer cells and the rate-limiting step is controlled by 3-hydroxy-3-methylglutaryl-CoA reductase, an enzyme already targeted by statins. Systematically, HMGCR inhibition leads to decreased LDL plasma levels. Of note, statin consumption is associated with lower risk of melanoma, non-Hodgkin lymphoma, endometrial and breast cancers. Statins can also present carcinogenic properties in other tumors, such as breast and non-melanoma skin cancers. However, this is more controversial, clearly highlighting a need for a deeper understanding of the overall impact of statins and cholesterol on cancer. Indeed, the use of statins will most likely impact other pathways, branching off the melanonate pathway in cancer cells. As mentioned above, various metabolites contributing to tumor formation growth, such as isoprenoids, dolichol, or ubiquinone, rely on the melanonate pathway, and testing out the exact mechanisms by which statins act in cancer cells will require further studies. Other recent work suggests that targeting additional mevalonate pathway enzymes such as yanolosterol synthase through the small molecule MI2 disrupts cholesterol amyostasis and induces diffuse intrinsic pontine gliosol death. Interestingly, intracellular cholesterol levels may account for more cancer burden than systemic serum cholesterol, suggesting that tumorogenesis is triggered or supported by altered cholesterol amyostasis. Additionally, cholesterol biosynthesis is intrinsically connected to oncogenic and tumor suppressor factors. For example, the mevalonate pathway is under the control of one of the most frequently mutated genes, TP53. P53 appears to be a tumor suppressor in part by blocking SREBP activation. Both missense mutant and wild type P53 protein regulate the mevalonate pathway in opposite directions. In addition to P53, the phosphatidyl inositol 3 kinase, PI3K, AKT mammalian target of rapamycin, M2 axis alters metabolism to meet enhanced tumor cell demand for cholesterol. Constitutive activation of PI3K AKT signaling increases intracellular cholesterol levels by SREBP1 activation, leading to de novo cholesterol biosynthesis and LDL-R expression that enhance exogenous cholesterol input. 
Conversely, a feedback loop can occur via lysosomal cholesterol that activates mTORC1 and cell proliferation through an NPC1-SLC38E9 axis. Finally, cholesterol also plays an important role in AKT-mediated signal transduction in cancer cells by modulating lipid raft biogenesis. In summary, cancer cells survive and proliferate by maintaining de novo cholesterol biosynthetic processes. Enhanced delineation of these will identify prognostic and productive markers for mevalonate pathway inhibitor use in different cancer types. Cancers, where cholesterol uptake matters. To sustain whole body cholesterol homeostasis and reduce elevated ATP consumption by de novo cholesterol biosynthesis, some cancer cells alter the expression of mevalonate pathway enzymes and deregulate cholesterol influx and or efflux genes such as VLDLR, LDL receptor, SRB1, and ABCA1. These changes render cancer cells oxothrophs for cholesterol. Among the transporters involved in cholesterol uptake, LDLR is often significantly elevated in breast cancer or glioblastoma. Malignant cells promote LDLR. VLDLR or SCARB1 receptor expression through both SREBP activation and inactivation of the LXRIDOL axis to maintain cholesterol redox balance. Glioblastoma cells exhibit constitutive EGFR V3PI3K signaling, which activates SREBP and results in unrestrained LDL-R expression. This oxytrophy focuses cellular cholesterol can explain cancer cell resistance to HMGCR inhibitors, such as statins. Moreover, in non-carcinous cells, excess cholesterol is used to synthesize oxysterols, which act as endogenous ligands to suppress LDL uptake and promote cholesterol reflux. Recent evidence also points that the vulnerability of glioblastoma and LXR agonists. LXR agonists selectively kill glioblastoma cells by suppressing LDLR expression and upregulating ABCA1 dependent efflux. In addition to LDL, LDL receptors' role in tumorigenesis. Several epidemiologic studies have shown a positive correlation between elevated HDL and cancer risk. HDL is an important carrier of cholesterol and CE and can function as a signaling molecule. Activation of these signaling pathways is dependent on HDL binding to SCARB1 resulting in transformation, cell migration, and elevated signal transduction responsible for cell proliferation and tumor formation, such as PI3K-AKT or mycogen-activated protein kinase, MAPK. Another oncogenic adaptation occurs 
in anaplastic large cell lymphoma, ALCL tumors, where cholesterol oxotrophy due to a lack of squalene monoxygenase expression results in accumulation of the upstream metabolite squalene. Moreover, squalene protects cancer cells from ferroptic cell death, providing a growth advantage under conditions of oxidative stress generated by high proliferation rates. Interestingly, squalene can be deleterious in small cell lung cancer, SCLC. These cells use the lipid droplets as a storage compartment for squalene to avoid its toxic accumulation and growth inhibitor effects. Taken together, these recent papers highlight cancers that are selectively oxotrophic for cholesterol and that cholesterol dependency could be used as a potential therapeutic target. Cholesterol derivatives, oxysterols and bile acids, the dark matter. As stated above, cholesterol is critical to membrane fluidity and structure, signal transduction and energy storage. However, due to the inability to dispose of cholesterol through direct catalytic reactions, mammalian cells have developed enzymatic reactions that modify its steroid backbone by addition of hydroxyl group and shortening of conjugated side chains. These reactions generate oxysterols and ultimately bile acids which are smaller and significantly more H2O soluble than cholesterol. Bile acids are excreted by the liver into the intestine and, if not reclaimed through intestinal absorption, excess cholesterol is eliminated. Interestingly, cholesterol is the only precursor of oxysterols, bile acids and steroid hormones, which also act as specific ligands for numerous nuclear hormone receptors. Interactions of cholesterol derivatives and nuclear receptors have previously been thoroughly reviewed. And these allow cells to regulate numerous genes involved in proliferation, metastasis, metabolism and or survival. Oxysterols as cholesterol oxidized byproducts. Oxysterols are oxidized forms of cholesterol found in low to very low concentrations in the human body. Cholesterol oxygenation usually occurs on the aliphatic side chain or steroid backbone and directly results from enzymatic activity or auto-oxidation in the presence of reactive oxygen species, ROS. Side chain oxidation generates 22-hydroxycholesterol 24-hydroxycholesterol, 25-hydroxycholesterol or 27-hydroxycholesterol, HC, and oxidation occurring on the backbone generates 7-alpha-beta-hydroxycholesterol, 7-ketocholesterol, 7-KC, and 5-6-alpha-beta-epoxycholesterol, 5-6-alpha-EC, 5-6-beta-EC. Oxysterols can also be generated indirectly through lipid peroxidation. Oxysterols, like cholesterol, have a role in membrane composition and fluidity. 
They have also been described as influencers of signaling pathways in human pathologies, including cancer, and contribute to the activity of certain transcription regulators. Intriguingly, these effects involve some degree of cell specificity. We will focus below on 22-hydroxycholesterol, 24-hydroxycholesterol, 25-hydroxycholesterol and 27-hydroxycholesterol, which are oxysterols oxidized on the side chain of the cholesterol molecule known to have anti-improtumor roles. 22-hydroxycholesterol 22-hydroxycholesterol, 22-HC, is an intermediate of pregnolone biosynthesis from cholesterol. 22-HC, 22-R hydroxycholesterol and not the enantiomer 22-S hydroxycholesterol is a high affinity LXR ligand that induces ABCA1 expression leading to cellular cholesterol efflux. 22-hydroxycholesterol has neuroprotective effects such as avoiding neural beta-amyloid-induced cell death. Relatively few studies have examined the effect of 22-HC on cancer. In cholangiocarcinoma, where the expression of cyclooxygenase 2, COX2, participates in biliary tract carcinogenesis, 22-HC induces COX2 expression in a P38-dependent fashion. They suggest that 22-hydroxycholesterol contributes to cholangiocarcinoma formation in a pluripotent human embryonic carcinoma cell line. 22-hydroxycholesterol treatment induces cell differentiation, subsequently impairing proliferation. The antiproliferative effect has also been reported for other cancer cell lines, such as breast, ovarian, hepatic, and prostate cancer PC cell lines, and seems to be mediated through cell cycle rest and activation of LXR signaling. More recently, 22-hydroxycholesterol treatment appears to exert negative feedback on steroid biosynthesis although the mechanism of action remains unclear. Reactive oxygen species production is involved, increasing P38 and CREB, phosphorylation and expression of antioxidant enzymes. 24-hydroxycholesterol 24-HC is also called cerebrosterol, as it is the major oxysterol found in the central nervous system, CNS and has the ability to easily cross the blood-brain barrier. 24-HC results from CYP46A1 action and is catabolized by CYP39A1. 24-hydroxycholesterol elimination from the brain contributes to CNS cholesterol homeostasis and is transferred to the liver for conversion into bile. Like most oxysterols, 24-hydroxycholesterol also activates LXRs. Early studies reported that 24-HC accumulation is highly toxic for neuroblastoma cells. Although 24-hydroxycholesterol increases tyrosine hydroxylase accumulation, this toxicity is induced by lipid droplet accumulation 
reactive oxygen species and intracellular calcium builds up, leading to apoptotic and necroptotic processes. More recently, the concentration of oxysterols, particularly 24-HC and 27-HC, was determined to be responsible for these intracellular effects. Interestingly, low 24-HC levels are protective against storosporine, a potent apoptotic agent, but higher 24-HC concentrations have the opposite effect, promoting death in staurosporine-treated SH-SY5Y cells. Extrapolation of these findings to normal neural physiology suggests the oxysterol, particularly 24-HC, could be important mediators of neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. In Jurcat T-cell lymphoma cells, 24-HC induces apoptosis through a mechanism involving 24-hydroxycholesterol esters and lipid droplet accumulation. Here, genetic and pharmacologic inhibition of acyl-CoA cholesterol acyltransferase ACAT1 decreases 24-HC ester levels, lipid droplet formation and cell death. 24-HC also influences angiogenesis of pancreatic neuroendocrine tumors, PNETs, where it recruits proandrogenic neutrophils contributing to tumor angiogenic switch. Finally, recent evidence suggests that oxysterols and 24-HC could be used as potential biomarkers to assess the efficacy of tamoxifene treatment in breast cancer patients. 25-hydroxycholesterol 25-HC catabolized by CYP7P1 is a side-chain oxysterol that regulates cholesterol biosynthesis through inhibition of SREBPs. Interestingly, 25-HC affects the immune system and impacts atherosclerotic processes. LXR activation by 25-HC suppresses cholesterol homeostasis in T-cells. It has also been recently reported in CD4 plus T-cells that 25-HC contributes to the regulation of interleukin-7 expression and subsequently control anti-inflammatory responses involved in chronic inflammatory disease. In B-cells and monocytes, 25-HC impairs immunoglobulin production and differentiation into macrophages, respectively. 25-HC may also play a role in tumorogenesis. More specifically, 25-HC promotes lung, gastric, brain and breast cancer, cell migration and invasion. Mechanistically, 25-HC induces the recruitment of pro-tumor monocytes through activation of the G-protein coupled receptor 1A3, also known as EBI2 in glioblastoma. 25-HC does not seem to affect cell proliferation or survival in gastric and lung adenocarcinomas, but primarily enhances cancer cell migration capacities through activation of toll-like receptor 2, pathways and LXRIL1B signaling. 
27-hydroxycholesterol. 27-hydroxycholesterol is an endogenous oxysterol and one of the most abundant oxysterols in human plasma. Its production results from the activity of sterol 27-hydroxylase and is catabolized by CYP7B1. Its conventional name is 25R colest 5 in 3 beta 26 diol or 27HC. Similar to 24HC, 27HC is also considered cerebrosterol and has the ability to easily cross the blood brain barrier. Through its activities as a selective endogenous estrogen receptor, we are modulator or LXR agonist. 27HC has several biological roles associated with Alzheimer's, metabolic, heart, and neoplastic diseases, particularly breast cancer. 27-hydroxycholesterol levels in blood samples of more than 500 invasive breast cancer cases reveal that 27-HC is not correlated with the overall risk of developing breast cancer. However, menopausal status seems to affect 27-HC-related risk, as higher circulating 27-hydroxycholesterol is associated with lower breast cancer risk in postmenopausal women. Despite this report, hypercholesterolemia and 27-HC have previously been shown to be associated with decreased response of ER-positive breast cancers to hormonal therapies. 27-hydroxycholesterol promotes ER-positive breast cancer cell proliferation and increases metastatic potential by favoring an epithelial to mesenchymal transition EMT in an LXR-dependent manner. A high-fat diet cholesterol CYP27A1 and 27HC contribute to cancer cell metastasis through modulation of the immune system. Genetic or pharmacological CYP27A1 inhibition blocks metastatic processes, confirming the ability of 27HC to increase number and activity of pro-tumor neutrophils and gamma-delta T-cells resulting in decreased cytotoxic CD8 plus T-cell populations. Additional reports confirm the role of 27HC and CYP27A1 as potential therapeutic targets in other types of cancer. In endometrial cancer, EEC, 27HC enhances EEC epithelial cell proliferation in a mechanism involving activation of AR but not LXRs. In an elegant mouse model of hypercholesteremia and liver-specific CYP27A1 deletion, melanoma cells rely on hepatocyte-produced 27HC for their growth. 27-hydroxycholesterol released by hepatocytes activates the ER to sustain AKT-MAPK signaling in melanoma cells. 27-hydroxycholesterol is also involved in lung adenocarcinoma metastatic processes. 27-hydroxycholesterol promotes the macrophage to osteoclast differentiation by enhancing STAT3C-FOS, nuclear factor of activated T-cell NFAT interaction 
therefore favoring a microenvironment for lung cancer metastases. In colorectal carcinoma, CRC, PCA and blood cancer, the rule of 27-hydroxycholesterol is not as clear. High CYP27A1 expression resulting in increased levels of 27-hydroxycholesterol, particularly in advanced stages of CRC, is associated with poor prognosis. In correlation with this, high CYP7B1 expression is associated with a better prognosis. Mechanistically, in one band, a high 27-HC concentration appears to increase AKT phosphorylation in the production of several chemokines, such as IL-6, 8, phosphorylendothelial growth factor, MCP1, and matrix metalloproteinases from CRC cells. On the other hand, treatment of CRC cells with 27-hydroxycholesterol impairs cell proliferation independently of LXR or ER pathways through decreased AKT signaling. 27-hydroxycholesterol stimulates proliferation of B-cells through activation of nuclear hormone receptors ERs and androgen receptor contributing to chemoresistance. However, CYP27A1 levels are lower in PC compared to normal tissue and associated with short disease-free survival. Interestingly, CYP27A1 re-expression or 27HC treatment alters tumor growth in vitro and in vivo, potentially through dysregulation of cholesterol meiosis. CYP27A1 is an important sensor of cholesterol levels in blood cancer. Similar to PC cells, CYP27A1 overexpression leads to decreased intracellular cholesterol levels and cell growth effects by an LXR-dependent mechanism. LXR stimulates the export of intracellular cholesterol through ABCA1 G1 exporters and simultaneously decrease import by negatively regulating the LDLR. As mentioned above, 27 hydroxycholesterol is among the most abundant oxysterols found in human plasma, and its role in cancer is not clearly established. Depending on the cancer type, CYP27A1 and 27HC have completely opposite roles. These discrepancies clearly imply the more studies are required to precisely assess the role of 27-hydroxycholesterol in tumorigenesis. Cholesterol catabolism generates bile acids. The principal way for humans to combat cholesterol or oxysterol overload is to transport them to the liver where they are converted into bile acids and excreted into the digestive system. Bile acid salts are cholesterol derivatives and key signaling molecules that play important roles as emulsifiers and lipid absorbers during digestion processes. Bile formation is tightly regulated and requires 17 different enzymes starting with the rate-limiting cholesterol 
7 alpha hydroxylase CYP7A1. After several other hydroxylations, primarily by salts such as cholic acid CA and kinodeoxycholic acid CDCA, are formed and excreted into the gallbladder for ultimate release into the gastrointestinal tract. Bile acids not directly reabsorbed can be further processed into secondary bile salts by the activity of gut microbia. Colonic anaerobic bacteria deconjugate primary bile acids, converting them into deoxycholate DCA, also deoxycholate UDCA and lethocholate LCA. Finally, these secondary bile acids are either reabsorbed or excreted in the feces. Bile acids are key signaling molecules with signaling functions through nuclear receptor LXRs and farnesoid X receptor FXRs and have already been reviewed previously. However, in addition to their role in cholesterol catabolism and fat solubilization, bile acids have been implicated in cancer progression, particularly in esophagus, stomach, gallbladder, and bile duct cancer. Oxysteroids converted into bile acids directly contribute to esophagus and bile duct cancer through increased COX2 expression. In pancreas cancer cells, DCA and CDCA treatment increases COX2 and prostaglandin E2 enhancing inflammation. Bile acids are also suspected to cause mitochondrial dysfunction leading to ROS accumulation colon cells. Of note, bile acid exposure, particularly DCA, triggers activation of epidermal growth factor receptor EGFR. MAKP, NFKB, and protein kinase A signaling pathways in normal colon and esophageal epithelium in colon cancer cells. However, prolonged bile acid exposure induces apoptic cell death by mitochondrial dysfunction, reactive oxygen species release, and cytochrome C activation. These mechanisms contribute to colorectal tumorigenesis. Similar to pro and anti tumor effects of oxysterols, bile acids also exhibit dual functions, for instance, in leukemic, pancreatic, and gastric cancer cells, DCA and CDCA impair cell proliferation and invasive capacities through various mechanisms involving modulation of PKC, snail, and MMP expression. Finally, bile acids can impact prostate and breast cancer cell metabolism by downregulating the master metabolic transcription regulator HIF1. Cholesterol, a key molecule in immune microenvironments. Cholesterol is important in maintaining cell membrane stiffness and fluidity and a cell type specifically relying on the most of motility and membrane, membrane interactions with other cells or immune cells. In addition to cancer cells, immune cells are highly proliferative, requiring biomass expansion. It is therefore not surprising that these cells rely on cholesterol availability. 
For instance, naive T cells treated with statins exhibit cell cycle progression defects and begin differentiating. Deregulated metabolic pathways in cancer metabolism, such as glycolysis and lipid metabolism, have been implicated in T cell activation and proliferation as well, similar to the growing evidence for a role of cholesterol loss of T cell effective functions. Recent work demonstrates that after homing to cholesterol-rich tumors, T-cells are more prone to exhaustion due to increased cholesterol uptake and accumulation. Moreover, T-cell exhaustion is induced by endoplasmic reticulum stress and increased expansion of immune checkpoints. Cholesterol has also recently been involved in tumor-associated macrophage TAM polarization, where factors such as Hyaluronic acid promotes macrophage cholesterol efflux. It is also associated with increased IL-4 signaling and inhibition of interferon gamma, IFN gamma transcription programs resulting in TAM pro programming and tumor progression. The tumor-associated microenvironment drives phenotypes of tumor-filtrating immune cells, switching them from an anti-tumor to pro-tumor state. Due to the fact that cancer cells rely on cholesterol uptake from their microenvironment, it's not surprising to observe how immune cells participate to such cholesterol-dependent phenotypes. However, a key question arising from these studies is how to availability of cholesterol regulates intracellular pathways leading to expression of distinct subsets of genes. Gut microbia, key players in cancer and cancer metabolism. Over the past century, new human behaviors in terms of increased consumption of processed foods, rich in sugar and fat, and decreased intake of grains, fruits, and vegetables rich in fiber have appeared. The human gut microbiome regroups 10 to the power 14 resident microorganisms, including bacteria, viruses, fungi, and protozoa. Vitamins and essential amino acid synthesis, as well as generation of important metabolic byproducts from bilateral breakdown among the prime benefits that gut microbia provide their hosts and are absolutely essential for health. Moreover, diet plays a significant role in shaping the microbiome, mediating microbial shifts that can lead to metabolic disorders and cancer. The production of cholesterol-derived metabolites, such as coprostanol and secondary bile acids, present in peripheral tissues, reveals a key role for gut microbia in reducing and eliminating cholesterol. Dysregulation of this gut flora-mediated cholesterol homeostasis could be a risk factor for tumors relying mainly on cholesterol turnover. For example, increasing levels of DCA known to mediate DNA damage associated with a higher risk of colon liver cancer. Even excessive fermentable fiber diets result in cholestasis and hepatocellular carcinoma. In mice, suggesting that enriching foods with fiber to manipulate microbia should be approached with great caution. 
Another report reveals that carbohydrates-rich diets increase the abundance of short-chain fatty acids, such as butyrate through microbial fermentation. Butyrate accumulation induces aberrant proliferation and transformation of colonic epithelial cells, ultimately resulting in polyformation and colorectal cancer in some cases. Taken together, these findings illustrate that dietary variation might affect gut microbial composition, opening up new possibilities for controlling diet and or targeting gut microbia as a strategy for various metabolic diseases. They include cancer. Concluding remarks. Of the last decade, cancer cell metabolism and the metabolic reprogramming that cancer cells experience have been appreciated as essential to sustain tumor cell growth, survival and mortality. A potential shift away from oxidative phosphorylation to glycosis for some cancers, increased glucose and glutamine uptake, and enhanced FA and cholesterol synthesis and or import may provide opportunities for optimized therapeutic intervention. For instance, targeting glucose and or glutamine metabolism in conjunction with restricting the supply of fatty acids or cholesterol may enhance chemotherapy effectiveness. It should also be noted that cancer metabolism and metabolites are tightly connected to oncogenic signaling networks and the tumor microenvironment. Therefore, defining the exact interactions between oncogenic, metabolic and signaling pathways in tumor microenvironments could open new combinational therapeutic windows. Additionally, lipid biology is intrinsically complex, making cancer cell lipid homeostasis even more complicated. While obesity and high-fat or high-cholesterol diets are linked to cardiovascular diseases, mounting evidence also connects these behaviors to increased cancer risk. Although the underlying mechanisms are not clear, cholesterol metabolism, exacerbated oxidative stress, cholesterol oxidation and deformation of oxysterolase could be important contributors to these observations. Large-scale studies assessing cholesterol, oxysterols and bile acids are necessary to fully understand the involvement of these metabolites in mechanisms underlying cancer formation and progression. Finally, similarities exist between cancer-associated metabolic alterations and other pathologies, particularly neurodegenerative disease such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's and Huntington's disease. Increased evidence correlates oxysterols to the onset and progression of metabolic neurodegenerative diseases, suggesting the findings in cancer cell metabolism and their therapeutic applications could be highly relevant to other pathological settings. Thank you for listening.